Wasn't I supposed to have a different intro this time? <laughs> yo, you're going you know, off in 2020, yo. 2020 is just do whatever, say whatever, <laughs> whatever happens, happens. So, like, just go with that. I know, right? Like, seriously, what the hell? Hi, what the hell is going on out there? <laughs> That's my intro this week. Oh my gosh. Welcome back, guys, to uh, Behind the Stage Pod. Thank you for being here. I am your girl, young Roni Roan, tired and distressed, but still kicking. And I am, I'm going to be like the read for a second. Mm -hmm. I am, um, what is her name? Kavya. What is her name? Oh. Kavya? <laughs> um uh gabrielle's union daughter yes yes kavia kavia yes <laughs> i am um kavia wade gabrielle union and Dwayne wade's daughter i am literally her <sighs> sitting at the side at the edge of a couch looking puzzled hands folded looking puzzled, puzzled looking straight <laughs> at nowhere wondering what the hell is going on but yeah guys I'm Janelle <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah I mean <laughs> yeah where, where do we even begin but let's begin with us um how how has your week been trash oh <laughs> jeez <laughs> uh, trash 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 i mean god is good all the time always, let me just always not say trash because you know what i'm healthy i'm believing i'm working i'm you're here I'm, you're here i'm here just I'm being, being here, here is a win in itself these days yeah. always yeah. yeah it's 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 a blessing so my family's healthy we're all we're all good mm -hmm. um pms is kicking my ass same same oh. as fuck same <laughs> i'm um a few steps from like full transparency i'm actually going to go and see a gynecologist mm. hey ladies this is our time <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah i'm actually going to go see a gynecologist um mm. next week Mm -hmm. um, because my um my PMS and my periods are getting really 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 intense mm. as like cramping wise oh yeah like remember I've always told you that I used to faint well I still do mm. um when I first got my period when I was young um every day I'm sorry every day but every month I would be in the nurse's office like mm. every like clockwork from mm -hmm. elementary all the way into high school Mm -hmm. um, there's times where I fainted in class I fainted mm. and um I've, there's been a time where I fainted on set <laughs> oh wow but, yeah so my my periods when there was a time where it was just like it was cool I think it was like in my late 20s for a few years and now it's back to how it was when I was like a teenager mm -hmm. so um like I've gone and had tests done and um, yeah, I mentioned to you before, like last year I found out that I had a little, like a little cyst mm -hmm. on the uterus. They say it's, it's not a fibroid because they all thought it was fibroids. 
but um, it's an endometrial polyp. So I don't have endometriosis. I have an endometrial polyp, a little polyp that's on my uterus. It's small mm-hmm. and um, it's not growing. It's just there. And that's what's causing my periods to be heavier mm. and then causing the cramping to be a lot. And um, this, the last, this last, well, yeah, this year, maybe it's stress. I don't know. Most likely I feel like it is stress. My periods are getting way too out of control. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go see a gyno on Friday next week and yeah. um, going to go do um, an ultrasound as well to figure out what's going on. And um, worst case scenario, they're saying I could have surgery. It may come back or um, I do like an IUD and put mm-hmm. that in there. And that will help minimize the situation. Mm-hmm. But like I'm literally about two steps from getting like a freaking hysterectomy like i i know i'm 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 drastic drastic, yeah but sharona what i go through every month my mom and my dad feel like shit Mm -hmm. because they see me in pain and my mom and my dad hate when i'm in pain because i kind i I mask it but they'll see it on my face yes yes that Yes. I'm just not there. you're just trying to hold it and I feel yeah. you on going to the gynecologist because I feel like when you first told me about that I told you that I had a similar experience um years and years ago I want to say like my early 20s where they mm-hmm. found something that looked to be um potentially cancerous mm-hmm. on my uterus and I had to get like a mild surgery. They didn't like put me under or anything like that. It um, it was like five minutes, but they pretty much like had to burn the spot off. Mm-hmm. Um, very painful, but mm-hmm. um, very quick. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that was back then. And actually I'm on the market for a new doctor Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer, I would like to have a female doctor. So I've had the same, you know, family doctor since I was a baby, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just retired earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So I had never gone to anybody else. He did my physicals, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested in, I'm looking for a new doctor. And now because of COVID, people, they, they're not just like taking patients so quickly right away. And it's a whole process. And they're trying to assess you, you know, over the phone. And I'm just like, bro, like, what does it take for me to go and like sit down with a female doctor and just be like, yo, I'm grown now. I want to make sure that everything's all good with me. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Inside and out sort of vibes. So get, yeah. um, I'll probably get the info this gynecologist that you're going to have you gone before i have there's one that i want to go to she's black yeah um the one that i'm going to um on friday um she's caucasian um Mm -hmm. it's really right like there's one close to stoville hospital that i went last year so i believe i'm seeing her again um this time and they're going to do an ultrasound. But um, I can, my sister, my, actually my mom knows about the black one. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan to go to her. Once I kind of figure out what's going on here, mm-hmm. then I want to go to her and see what she recommends. Trying to even try to see if I can do the whole natural route first before I go on this whole surgery thing. 
Yeah. Because sure. it could be my diet as well. Yeah, that's that a could huge be thing. Causing a lot of this. Um, so um, yeah, I'll give you that information for sure for her because I heard she's really good. And I yeah. feel like at a certain age, I feel like it's time for us to <laughs> time for women to go see gynecologists instead of like a family doctor. Absolutely, and that's exactly how I feel. Um, yeah. yeah, and I know diet is a huge, huge part of that. And then mm-hmm. shout out, shout out to uh your mom CMOS company because mm-hmm. ITAL is vital. Um yes you know but yeah man ladies take care of yourself make sure you're pretty on the inside as well as the outside so yeah aside from that yeah um aside from that um work has been great um like um i've been on this meetings journey zoom meeting journey for um a few weeks um i had my first virtual styling consultation Ooh, fancy yeah because one of my clients she lives in nova scotia and um she's always in toronto um she's a motivational speaker and um she always comes up here but um she wants me to like come up with like wardrobe for her like do shopping and so on but because of covid if she comes to Toronto, she's going to have to quarantine for two weeks and then we would have to meet and then so on and so on. Like there's just a lot. So she's just like, okay, how can we do this? So I came up with this idea on how to make it happen. So we'll be doing a lot of Zoom calls. Um, I'll be doing a lot of purchases, possibly online or going into stores, shipping them to her. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting time for people in fashion <laughs> like yeah. we have to get really creative creative yeah and um yeah so that's cool and um other than that Sharona like full transparency I'm just in a blah mood I've just been blah mm-hmm. <laughs> um I mean we saw each other last like a few like last week or so and um we went out we had like our our boy bp had a barbecue which was nice mm-hmm. went out there and um it was just nice to be around like you and ashley and her girls and whatever and then when you left my house because you slept over mm-hmm. i was just i don't know like i just felt sick like like my head just wasn't right and I mean we were like I wasn't drunk <laughs> yeah, or no. anything but I just really like I just had this really hollow feeling in my stomach mm-hmm. um just this anxiousness yeah and just like this what if type thing and I remember I was talking to Vanessa about it um before this happened or even after this happened and I'm just like yo Vanessa I don't know what the hell's going on with me like I'm going through these moods where I'm okay one minute and then I'm not and then I'm okay one minute and then I'm not and I've also been surrounded by a lot of death Mm. around me Mm -hmm. where I'm meeting people who lost a loved one 
either through COVID, either through cancer, and they all lost somebody this year. Mm -hmm. And these are, these are men that I've been like interested in. Like that's what's weird. That's what's really weird to me. Like these men are people that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And I've had to somewhat remove myself from them. Yeah. Which is, which sucks. Because it's, I get that. I get that because while you may be pursuing them or that, you know, you guys are pursuing each other in this time, it's like people come with their stuff and you're, you're already dealing with your own stuff and we're dealing with the stuff of the world. And now to be closely connected to somebody and dealing with their stuff, it's just a lot. So I totally get the thing with you needing to remove yourself, even though you are interested. It's just, you gotta like, I feel like none of us, we're learning more than ever now that we can't operate on empty. Like on, we need no. to fill our own tanks before we can you know, be there for somebody else in that capacity right now. And you, and you don't have to feel guilty for that. Yeah. And I was transparent with both of them. Mm. Like there was one where we were like, it, like there was a vibe there. And I just noticed when we met, there was like this, like I noticed that he wasn't present, but he was putting on a front that he was and I go off of vibes like I'm I I I sense people's energy especially now and I noticed it and um I called him out on it and I'm just like yo do you think you're healed from that situation and he's just like no I don't think so and I'm like I feel like you need help like honestly before you even jump into something with me or with anybody, I think you need some type of help. And um, yeah, it was really rough. <laughs> it was really rough to do because I, 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 I like him, mm-hmm. but I can't be around that right now. And even with another gentleman that, I mean, this is just all me getting to know people. Yeah. It's this, he's in the same exact situation but somebody, it, like the, the death situation was just a little different. And um, him and I had a conversation and um, I asked him, I'm like, how are you feeling? Cause I, I've been asking a lot of black men yes. those questions now. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. them. Like really like, tell me yeah. for real, not the like cookie cutter, I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's all good, I'm here still. Like now, nah, like how are you as a human, as a man, as a black man yeah. right now? Yeah, I get like, that. Like what's going on in your head? Not like, how are you? It's more like, well, what's up? Like, how are you feeling? You t- like, tell me what's up. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm trying to be your therapist or anything of that nature, but I'd like to know what's going on. And I, I, I asked him, I'm like, how are you mentally right now? And he told me flat out, he was just like, yo, I was like, I'm fine, but I'm just here. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not, that's not good. That's not good. And I can sense that, you know, he's still trying to keep the connection there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm somewhat drifting because 
as much as I care for this other Jew, other dude as well, I have to look out for myself mm-hmm. because I'm going through my own shit. <laughs> I'm going through my own shit, which is not easy either. And, and you know, mm-hmm, go on. Yeah, and I just have like work that I'm doing and family stuff that I'm um that I'm working on and trying to be there for them and so on. I cannot I can't be in a space where I'm like uneasy and I feel that and it's I remember feeling like this in 2018 mm-hmm. and shit really hit the fan for me yeah. like I don't want to go back to that place because that place was very 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 low sorry <clears throat> yeah that place was like super low for me mm-hmm. and um yeah I can't go back I can't go back there it was, it was traumatic. And as soon as I get a glimpse of it or I start feeling that, I just literally go on, go down on my knees and pray. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, with what's going on in the world and all this death that's around and just this uncertainty of just everything, it is very, it's just, it's a lot. That's the only way I can express how I'm feeling and how everybody is feeling. It is a lot. I'm seeing people literally be vulnerable on Instagram and just cry their eyes out. And I'm just like, wow, God, like what in the world is going on? It's almost like God is, is just like, I'm going to break everybody down mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. just break you guys down for you guys to understand that nothing in this world really matters but me mm-hmm. like exactly in your relationship really with me. me yeah your relationship with me nothing else matters and he's showing me that like mm-hmm. every single day so yeah girl it's it's a lot. <laughs> so it's a lot, but I mean, I'm still grateful nonetheless. And I'm just trying to make shit happen. Yeah. I know I feel you. Um, and we just lost Chadwick Boseman. And yeah. So and you, you, like, when I sent you, that text message. I was at dinner. I was having a dinner by myself because I just needed some just time to just be by myself. Mm-hmm. And when I scrolled on Instagram and saw that, I, because <laughs> you knew how I felt about that man. Like, <laughs> like I mean, there were we had talks about me sending him DMs. <laughs> <laughs> After, like, when Black Panther was coming out, I was just like, Sharon, I want to send this man a DM. Like, I love this man. And then I found out that he was in a relationship and my heart broke. It's the same thing about Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. When I found out that he was with Beyonce and when I thought that she was pregnant on MTV and I was just like, yo. A part of you died. A part of you died. No lie. No lie. Like, it's just. Those oh my god! My I had a grown woman crush on <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. 
Yeah, and man. To know that this man was going through this since 2016 and accomplished so much and the picture that he posted a few months ago or even last year I don't remember and I remember I sent it to you and I'm just like yo Roni is this for a is this for a film yeah because he had lost so much weight yeah yeah I'm like film like and that's the thing with actors like it's it's easy to be like oh my gosh what's wrong with him is he sick but then as an actor it's like now we know that people transform for roles so we just had no idea but it's just like yeah like just to know all the stuff that he pushed out of him in the midst of battling stage four cancer it just like this morning I had a moment like yo how dare I feel like how like how dare I like it as comfortable as I am in my environment and you know when I feel like oh that's enough for the day I'm good oh I accomplished two things out of the 500 things off of my to-do list I'm good like I know we have to like take care of ourselves that way but I'm just saying Mm -hmm. like to see what this man did in the midst of carrying such a burden like cancer you know it's like man like it really and then his whole thing in every interview in every speech it's always about god-given purpose what is your god-given purpose and Mm -hmm. it just like hit so different for me today i'm just like man like just you know in my own week this week Mm -hmm. like like i mentioned to you before like i feel like i've been crying like off and on all week and Mm -hmm. just for different reasons like I, i cannot watch um black men or women being shot those videos that are going viral like the latest one where the gentleman got shot like seven times in front of his children I cannot watch that video and I will not because I just cannot like it's just it's it's like what you're saying it's just too much right now you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it is not normal to just see death in front of our eyes like that on the Mm -hmm. internet going viral every single day Mm -hmm you know, and, and as I'm trying to accomplish my own goals and, and do my own thing, it's like, yeah, I just had like a moment, like, so, you know, we've been filming and editing like crazy. I have like three projects on the go right now. And, um, we're doing this entrepreneur piece for Toronto and it's a just such a labor of love. You know, we were filming it for two days, just Joe and I on the, on, on the street, you know what I mean? Just like on the road visiting, we probably visited at least 50 people mm-hmm. and um, yourself included your family, even Lil Yara Bean made an appearance, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was just such a beautiful thing. And for us, it was like, this is a, a side labor of love project outside of the bigger projects that we're doing but we Mm -hmm. just felt it necessary and timely just to have any any moment of celebration that we can have in this time we need to seize that moment you Mm -hmm. know and that's what this video is for us but 
as I was driving one morning to like go check our first person, I'm driving and literally like this overwhelming feeling just hit me out of nowhere and I just started bawling like as I'm driving like I got makeup on the whole I'm literally about to pull up in somebody's driveway in two minutes and I just had that moment you know and I was just like man like as an artist you know we we question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> we just question our our ability we question like what we're doing you know like like, is this worth it? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. Am I sowing the right seed? Am I, like, is this just for nothing? Is this just for me? Like, is mm -hmm. this a part of my purpose? You know, like, we just question all these things, you know, but it's like, there's still that thing inside of us that's like we have to just keep going mm -hmm. you know we have to just keep going because like you're you're too invested in your art at this time you know mm -hmm. to like to like give up mm -hmm. and then so <sighs> you know and then you you get hit with the reality of stories like a Chadwick for example yeah. and it's like no I really actually have to keep doing this yes you know mm -hmm. and like just yes I'm directing and I'm producing and all these things but I'm also like auditioning and mm -hmm. still waiting for that quote-unquote big break you know as I'm creating position for myself which is a blessing but mm -hmm. you still want to be recognized from the industry that you're in you know mm -hmm. and so like yeah it's just been a lot of that I mean week. not even to like cut you off god we're so Canadian <laughs> <laughs> not to cut you off and da -da 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 -da. but like I will tell you this, and I mean, I told you this in person. I mean, I've told you this in a voice note and um, like many voice notes, but I mean, when was it I told you? Maybe last week or the week before? I don't remember. But being on set twice with you, I will honestly say, and this is not even... Um, like a boasting or anything because you're the homie and yada 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 because you already know i will tell you like yeah here's this is what i think could fix this was what i think i'm very critical with that like i will praise anything that you do but i will also tell you like these are my thoughts i have never like i've been on sets before as you know but what you 
I mean, you and Joe, obviously, but what you have done the last few, what, two projects that I've been on, I am shocked. It's <laughs> like completely shocked at what you've accomplished. Like it does not make any sense on how you've done it. I have no idea how you've done it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, you managed to do a music video. You've done, you have these other two projects. You're acting. You are doing stuff. I'm sure you're doing other stuff. Like you do the costume stuff. Like you're constantly doing something. And that alone, Sharona, is huge, despite everything that is going on in the world. Like, there are people I know that have legit given up. Like, they're looking at 2020 as a write-off. They see, they, they talk about it. It's all mm -hmm. over Instagram. People are just like, yeah, I'm waiting until 2021. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I get it. 2020 is fucking trash as shit. <laughs> but at the same time, there's a lot of things in 2020 that I'm grateful for because I look at you and what you've accomplished in 2020. And I don't know, say if, I'm sure you, you would have done this if there was no pandemic, but I feel that there is more of a drive and a fight for you to do it now more than ever, mainly because I feel like Maybe it's because you see what's going on with the Black community. And it's it's giving you this rage. Like, no, like, they they will not win. I need to do this, and I will be successful. You wake up in the morning, and you do this. You, you and Joe are going out there. You're doing, like, writing scripts. Like, it's, you should be very, I'm sure, I know you're proud of yourself, and obviously, you have those days where you question it. That's a creative. We do that all the time. But honestly, homie, what you've done is huge. Huge. And don't Thank let you. anybody tell you that it's not. And not make anytime somebody says, oh, how's your little project? Oh, you're still doing that little acting thing. If anybody says that to you, Tell them to come to me <laughs> so I can put them in to me. Because what you do is not little. It's not little. Full on production, full on production from location, from crew, from craft services. Like, nigga, come on. <laughs> like, craft oh, thank services? Thank you. I appreciate like, that. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So, trust me, I look at all of that shit. Like, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And there's way more coming. Way more stuff coming for you. So, well, I very much all appreciate that. Those, yeah. Yeah. We're entitled to those days where we're like, yo, fuck this. What are we doing? Like, why am I doing this? I know. Like, but, Some days yeah. it's just like, man, okay, can I just like marry Rich and just like lay out on the yacht? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? I'm online and I'm literally like, <laughs> I change the, I change the, what do you call it, the status, and I look at, okay, who's making a hundred thousand on here? Like, 
<laughs> minimum. hundred thousand, <laughs> no. and I look at it. I'm like, mm, no, nah, I can't really do this. <laughs> I, <can't> do this. <laughs> I know, just the, the the thing inside of us, and it's 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 the purpose. It it won't allow us to go out that easy, even if we mm-hmm. try to. Yeah. because that's not the purpose but i i do appreciate these flowers i receive them and mm-hmm. you know you're just in your own bubble i haven't seen you know my family like people who know me know that like i love to just kick up with my grandparents and like eat food and shoot the shit and just hang out and watch you know cnn with them and hear them cuss and oh whatever and it's just mm-hmm. like i haven't been in that environment for so long you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just because it's it's just been nonstop. And, you know, I, and then there are other projects that are truly blessings that are falling into my lap in the midst of all this. And while I'm grateful, mm-hmm. it's like, man, like, can I get a little three day, just Roni days where I turn off my phone and I just, it's just me. And now that like three day dream has turned to like perhaps one day, but I'm going to find that day before mm-hmm. I go back to work and, you know, get a massage, a facial, do my nails, like all summer and my nail them no do. Like it's, it's quite disgraceful, you know? And, um, but yeah, but anyways, I just release that because, um, you know, I know God is good every time and just like everybody else, just taking it day by day. People ask, how, how am I? How am I doing during this whole time? And, it, and I just have to say that it depends on the day, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on the day. But um, yeah, man, aside from all of that, things are good. I start buying on a show again um i go back on september 4th and mm-hmm. um this netflix show called lock and key they'll be in their second season so i was binging the first season and i really have like this hidden love for like mystery shows i was never mm-hmm. the like um what was that super powerful like i mean super popular magic movie um Harry Potter like mm-hmm. I, I was never into that never into like Lord of the Rings none of that type of stuff but like mm-hmm. Lock and Key is kind of in that sort of like mystical fantasy genre and I really mm-hmm. loved it and because like the, the acting was very good and like the the script itself was very good so anyway I'll be on that for the next few months so pretty much like yeah just going back into writing and stuff and I don't really plan on doing much filming um, anymore right now and just more so like writing and and then of course our stuff as we're trying to build our our brand together as well but every day it's just like man I, I wrote on my Instagram earlier like yo that praise and worship you know our church Danielle like mm-hmm. Rayma girl listen New Year's Eve Okay, no one can ask me to be anywhere else. Do you understand? Like the level of praise, it's literally going to be like, yo, it's only by the grace of God why I made it. 
like you know what I mean and it's just gonna hit so differently because man like we have all everyone this year who makes it by the grace of God who makes it to 2021 like oh my goodness they should just be whoever you pray to whatever that's your business but they should just be so thankful like especially particularly thankful to have made it through 2020 like honestly my dad called it like I remember I was with him um for the first few hours at church um New Year's and he's just like Danielle 2020 is gonna be something and I'm like daddy Mm. not and he was just like trust me it's like 2020 (laughs) and you already know a Jamaican anytime they go I'm looking at my dad, I'm just like, yo, what do you know that I don't know? And then, right? They they always know something we don't know. Trust me. Then January comes, Kobe died. I'm like, okay, I see what my dad's talking about. All right. It's just a vibe, man. Mm -mm. First time. I'm just like, yo. Or forget even that. As hmm, not even. (laughs) I knew 2020 was going to be something where it was going to be something interesting. Mm-hmm. Where um, I'm not gonna say, but there was this, uh, there was something that happened with you and I the first day of 2020. Mm-hmm. Right, I was just gonna say that, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're like, mm. it's yeah, it, it, it set the tone. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it set the tone. <laughs> it set the tone set the tone unfortunately I was just about to say do you think I will ever make that mistake ever again in my whole life ever girl. no absolutely not girl absolutely not I was like how did we get here like Deborah Cox how did we get here exactly we weren't supposed to be there <laughs> exactly a That's whole mess my heart said no no nobody's supposed to be here facts (laughs) but yeah anyway we're here today giving god all the glory um but yeah i mean us moving along um from that emotional breakdown break breakdown but now my emotions go from like overwhelmed sadness to just rage and anger (laughs) right now because (laughs) we have since since the last pod of course um we have since heard from meg the stallion in terms of um the whole tory lane shooting situation Mm -hmm. you know so she's come out publicly said it yo nigga shot me like for real for real you know what I mean it wasn't at Kylie's house and it wasn't this and that and I wasn't railing up in his face like he just shot me period Mm -hmm. and it's like the real thing that I want to say about this is how disappointed I am Mm -hmm. in Toronto men in particular I don't hear a peep, a boo Mm -hmm. uh, from anyone on any of their platforms, large or small, Mm -hmm. like like calling this man out for this Mm -hmm. fuckery. 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, wh- where y'all at? Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got OGs like Bumby and many other men in the U.S. Not not enough, but mm-hmm. but you have some who mm-hmm. have come out and publicly was like, nah, we're writing for Meg. Like, this mm-hmm. is fucked up. You know what I mean? Hold that mm-hmm. man accountable, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's like the way it's a ghost town out here, Janelle. I'm like, what is everybody afraid of? Like, uh, why are... Uh, uh, why are you protecting him? And then to hear that... She, a part of her story, she explained that she lied to the cops, which is something that so many women can identify with when a man has done you wrong and cops become involved and mm-hmm. you know what cops do to black people, black men in particular, mm-hmm. you lie for them. You cover mm-hmm. the whole truth while you are hurting, while she's bleeding. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, when I saw that once again, tear fest because mm-hmm. it just makes me so upset like black women like people move like we are really like the scum of the earth like mm-hmm. the last to be protected the last to be thought about and it fucking hurts bro yeah. and, and 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 you wonder so when a woman puts a man in his place and says this or says it, you know, or stands up for herself in any kind of way. She's the angry black woman. Oh, she, nah, because no mm-hmm. one's fighting our battles. So we have to fight mm-hmm. them. Oh my God. I'm so yeah. upset. It's, it's such, it's so trash. It really is. And, and what really hurts the most is that this guy is from our city. Mm-hmm. This guy is from our city. Um, we may know his people and so on, um, or know of his people, and no one has really said much. And it's it's disrespectful. Again, like they say black women are the most disrespected, like black women are the most disrespected out of like any other race, out of any other like breed, whatever. We're the most disrespected. I don't know why. I don't, I'm wondering, is it because we act strong and we feel like, oh yeah, we can take the hit? But um, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, funny enough about this, a guy, um, a Jamaican guy. And um, I was just like, why is it that black men just aren't really there to protect black women like what is it what is the problem and again it's not all black men but <laughs> right now the ones that are silent like y'all are y'all are all in this <laughs> right now like i'm looking at you sideways and i'm putting you in this pool like you just don't care and when i asked him like why why is it that black men do not protect black women and he's just like because black men have no power and that for him as a black man to say that yep ouchie this is a six foot four black man like black men have no power because we still psychologically feel superior like we still look at white men as superior exactly even Mm -hmm. white women as superior Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that was just like light bulb Mm light 
bulb right there. And when he said that, I brought me to tears. I'm like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It, it's. And because, and guess what? The moment that a black man, because that's all, um, you know, the, the historical damage of mm -hmm. uh, learned behavior, learned mentality from, from slavery times. It's embedded, right? Yeah. So the, the, the black men who make a decision to release themselves from that mentality and who truly understand that they are in fact kings mm -hmm. and strong yeah. and powerful, when they do tap into that part of themselves, and decide to voice it or act upon it, they're, they're aggressive, they're menace to society, they're too scary. We, you know what I mean? So the world can't handle that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's wild and it's, it's disgusting. Like even just how some black, black men treat black women, how they speak to black women. Look at that whole Keisha Shante situation. Exactly. She murdered <laughs> that dude. Like, yo. told him about the Toronto came up. Yo, the way I felt when she came, yo, I was so, I wish I knew her. I wish I knew her. I would have called Real her talk. up and be like, girl, girl, yes. So for people who don't know, um, uh, guy from here i believe he's a rapper he won't mention any names i don't even know whatever don't care that much but who he is but he was on ig live or something like that with keisha shante who's a former singer uh personality here from toronto doing her thing been in the game for a long time and he was basically trying to kicks on her like oh yo you have it put out a song in how many years I haven't heard from you in a long time. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, um, because I've been getting TV money, like, don't try me. And he was really like trying to disrespect her. And like you said, the Toronto girl came out of her and was like, listen, I will done you on this platform. Like, do not disrespect me. I work hard. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But the fact that he had so much strength, Janielle, to, like publicly attempt to humiliate her for no reason like it was just it's, it's just disgusting to me so we see things like that and unfortunately we all know anyone who's born and raised here we all know too many men who move like this mm -hmm. so these are the same men who who would not say anything about a Tory Lanez or would try to justify why he did what he did. Oh, well, what was Meg doing? Yo, differently, if she disrespected me, she probably deserved that still. Like, you know, whatever it is. And it's just like, so So the thought of like just protecting Black women, that's like the last thought. Mm -hmm. That's the last thought. If it's not their mom and their sister, if they have that relationship with them, they don't care. They don't care. They're They're more they're more um, interested in protecting the current or potential relationship that they could have with this A-list celebrity. Yeah, it's wild. Like, I mean, we're in entertainment and the amount of shit that <laughs> Black women face on a regular day basis in that mm -hmm. world. Like, you've heard about my stories when I was living in New York. 
you've heard about them. There was a time where I was literally getting like verbally assaulted mm. every day mm-hmm. when I would go on a set and be around a specific person every day to the point where it was going on for three months, mm-hmm. three months. I would be in close proximity with this person because I had to style him. Mm-hmm. And this guy would try me every time. And all I would do is ha ha ha, <laughs> smile, 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 keep it moving. Yeah. That's that, then, that is uh, harassment. Yeah, legit harassment. In the workplace. Yeah, legit harassment for three months. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, who are they going to believe? They're going to believe him or are they going to believe me? And, and keep I in love- mind, mm-hmm, I was just going to say, you were young, early mm-hmm. 20s in mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. Do, on an internship doing your thing grinding mm-hmm. hustling so I know your mentality at that time was like mm-hmm. you don't want to ruffle no feathers because you're in the midst of a potential big opportunity exactly and like three months later after this man got no play from me not one play he would then like I'd, I'd walk with him somewhere on set and he'd be like, yo, this is like my little sister. Exactly. Yo, you know how many times you tried to get yo, here, yo? You, you always you know turn. You never give me no play. You always <laughs> become little sis after, after the attempts have failed. It's you like, realize that, right? It's like, like little sis' initiation. <laughs> yeah, you, you become little sis when the attempts have failed. And yep. they see that nothing's guaning. That's mm-hmm. when you become little sis. And it's, like, it's disturbing, but God forbid you be an attractive black woman who's mm-hmm. about your shit and not trying to look for nothing on the side. Thanks. Like, where does that exist? You know Thanks. what I mean? And it's just so, so disturbing. Um, just, I remember in, um, there was a mess, there was a, an IG like video of Bun B just kind of you know, having Meg's back, just being from Texas and a black woman, and he's a grown man, you know, we always talk about like, these are some of the reasons why we are attracted to older men as well. And and it's just a maturity level, you know what I mean? But he said something that really stuck with me. He said, if you hurt a woman, it's not love, it's obsession. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, the way that hit, because I know so many women and myself, I've experienced it in my own, to, you know, an extent as well, um, a man's obsession with you, and mm-hmm. that they will mask as love, you know, but, uh, but it's like he's physically trying to stop you from leaving him, mm-hmm. you know, physically trying to convince you that you need to stay and be there you know, and, and then uh, another girlfriend of mine put in her uh, IG stories, and she was just like, yo, particularly with men here, there are so many men dealing with um, unresolved trauma, like, for real, for real, just, they're just broken, so you give money and access, access to women access to drugs access to liquor whatever vice you you think of you give access to to those things to a broken man 
and he feels invincible and he will move like he's invincible you -hmm. know but i think about and also you know just thinking about it further it's like we are caribbean and in caribbean culture we know that a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times mothers baby their sons for too long just plain out you know what i mean so mothers will pacify these boys who become men who expect the women in their lives to move like their mothers to not truly hold them accountable to forgive them for everything because that's my little baby and whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be and and who will brush their dirt under the rug right so it's like they're not they're not held accountable so it's like now you come into relationship with a woman who is demanding that you be a man to deal with her and you don't comprehend that (laughs) you know you don't comprehend that what do you mean you're telling me no what do you mean you're not going to do what i want you to do you know and 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 become it becomes this like whirlwind of unresolved issues unresolved trauma like no one holding you accountable so now you just feel like you can do whatever but it it just it's just it boggles my mind how ghost town Toronto is on this topic right now, as if we don't know this man, as if we can't walk, as if none, any of us have never walked in Yorkdale or Brampton and bought this man on road before he blew up. Like we know who this person is. Thank you. You know, and I'm speaking for like the other high end celebrities out here as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just ill, man. It, it just, it's disgusting. It's just, ugh. <laughs> like, it's just a, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> too much, too much, too much. But what can we do? Anyway, we just need to pray for everybody. Mm-hmm. And one thing you can, you know, though, in life, like, the truth will always come, like, the the light will always shine through the darkness. You know what I mean? And and this story will unfold. We will eventually hear from Tori. Like we're seeing fake news. I'm hoping it's fake news. You know, all his charges have been dropped, this and this and that, like all types of stuff. And we just don't know what it is. Right. But it's like, it takes so much for people to believe what a black woman says. Girl. And that hurts. Like what does she have to do how many Instagram posts and videos, how much balling does she have to do in public for you to hear her? Mm-hmm. I and, mean, no, I was just saying, and that's like one of the most hurtful parts. I mean, I, I was talking to um, <laughs> our homegirl, Free. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, girl. Because we have our convos um, just about 2020. and. It's the it's a year of obviously uncertainty and a lot of just discovery and obviously death, sad, but it's just a also a year of things coming to light. And mm-hmm. you are there mentioning about um, us and just people in general, not just men but also women believing other women because we also have those women that will look at other women 
and if they say something or come out with something, that woman is just like, oh, you know, well, she's lying or she's a hoe and da 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 all this stuff. And in actuality, this woman could be telling the truth. And we're seeing that right now with, I mean, we will not mention any names, but there's a situation going on in Toronto right now um, where a woman has come out and mentioned a few things about her being um, sexually assaulted or harassed. And um, she put her, her whole experience online mm-hmm. just to be ridiculed um, for people to maybe place judgment on her, mm-hmm. um, for people maybe not to believe her. She's putting it all out all on the table. And when I say receipts, like the receipts, the receipts were there. Mm-hmm. Were there. And from that post came DMs in her um in her um dm from other women who have said stuff and then it just unfolds it it unfolds and it unfolds and it's 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 really 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 sad that (laughs) i mean we both know the person Mm -hmm. and we've been around this person Mm -hmm. multiple times and to know that this was going on for quite some time like we're talking about years where people have noticed certain things about this individual I've never personally experienced anything like that at all but other people I know have and obviously people will have their thoughts and they will say oh you know well these women probably like they knew what they were getting into and blah blah blah. Why didn't they oh, sign? See, I hate that. Yep. Or the the classic one, oh, why now? Why are you coming out with this now? Right. Like right. how dare you? Like how, there's a time limit. How dare anyone say any of that? Like there's a time limit with that. Um I mean, I I definitely have some thoughts in regards regarding it. Like I'm I'm truly praying for the woman who came out and said all of this i pray that she gets healing and comfort and all of the women involved in this because what has transpired is it's it is disgusting it is disgusting and the person needs help like that's just the bottom line that is just the bottom line um but i'm also seeing and Eventually, I'll probably see a few men mm-hmm. come out and say that they're on the woman's side and they're our uh, allies and whatever and so on. And my only thing is this: I truly pray that these men that come out with regarding this situation that say that they're on our side or these women's side, I should say, because like I said, I'm not involved, but they're on this, this woman's side. Um, I truly pray it comes from a good place and it's not a, oh, I never liked this guy. Yeah, an opportunity to throw him under the bus because they were fucking with him in the beginning. Exactly, because I I know many men like that too, where Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, I I want a little bit of shine or a little bit of bus, so I'm going to put something online 
to make everybody see, oh yeah, I stand with you, when in actuality, that may not be the case because I'm sure men have seen certain shit happen. And that's the thing, mm-hmm. right? Like what we were saying before, like you already know men will have their brethren who know what they do, see the kind of lifestyle they live, see how they treat women, see how they, you know, have their wife and look their side thing. Like, you know, it's, it's like being with your group of friends, whatever it is see the toxic behavior that you have with the with that their brethren has with women and not call them out on it at all mm-hmm. so it's just the irony of like as you're saying men popping up now here and there to voice like oh yeah you know we stand with women this guy's a dog da, da, da. it's like is it really because you stand with women or because you just want like you, you just always wanted to send smoke in that person's direction, or you want to kick him off his high horse or, or make yourself look like, you know what I mean? Because where, again, where's that energy for Tory Lanez then? Thanks. <laughs> like, that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Like, I don't follow a lot of people, but I follow enough people. And though that even the bloggers and the this and that, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering to myself, I'm like, is there some kind of clause that I don't know about? Because mm-hmm. I, nobody is saying shit. Mm-hmm. Like even to say, even at the very least to say, yo, we don't know all the details, but if it is true, that's fucked up, Tori. Like you're dead ass mm-hmm. wrong for that. Even to mm-hmm. say that, nothing, nothing. Yep, not a thing. Not wow. a thing. Not a thing. <sighs> So yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's wild. It's <laughs> like I said. I hope these women, all of these women who have ever faced any type of harassment, um, sexual abuse, anything of that nature, verbal abuse, um, I I pray for you guys because that is not easy at all. Um, many people have thoughts regarding people stating certain things online. I kind of have my thoughts on that too. I mean, I've expressed that to you mm-hmm. where I just feel like sometimes like I find social media, um, sometimes it could be a bit much where it's just like, okay, I'm going to talk, I'm going to air this person out online. I get it. I understand. It is a way to bring awareness mm-hmm. and the situation. I totally get that. Um, but there's another part of me that it's just like, okay, so you do this. Now what? Like, what happens next? Yeah. Because, I mean, with, to- with the whole Meg and so on, it's out there. It's whatever. I'm sure Tori is going to get charged <laughs> if he hasn't. I know it's probably coming. Um, But with other situations where the details are horrific and graphic and just out there, just the, Mm. if somebody was supposed, if somebody was supposed to go to the police, this person will get charged. Mm -hmm. But you put it out online and okay, the person now is aware that this stuff is online. What happens now? Like, does this person, are you going to 
charge this person? Are you, are, are you going to speak to this person and be like, you did this to me and this is how I'm feeling or whatever? Like what happens? And again, this is not something that I'm expecting people to tell me because <laughs> this is not my business, but I'm always trying to think of what is the motive with yeah. airing out online somebody online? Mm-hmm, what's, mm-hmm. What's the like what is the overall thing? for it is it a way for you to just express yourself um to to heal because that could be a thing too mm-hmm. but yeah that's just my thoughts. yeah no I know what you mean because I mean myself being a rather private person is what as it relates to Instagram I'd say it's like I personally can't see myself doing that because it's just not my choice like of of medium to express that type of thing but Mm -hmm. I do wonder about that too you know is it I understand the awareness piece for sure if it's like hey ladies just so you're aware this and this happened this is who it is that sort of thing right Mm -hmm. um for some people it is just vindication it is um revenge like there's so many different motives behind Mm -hmm. that and it's kind of, and it kind of to me it's like man what were we doing before Instagram? Thanks. We're just like talking <laughs> our shit to our friends and you know I don't know, but but the I feel like it's kind of that thing of like you know where people have that mentality of if you don't post about it it didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? When it comes mm-hmm. to like your positive wins in your life so Mm -hmm. with the same energy perhaps they feel like if I don't mention it online you know when this person did me dirty or this person robbed me or this person you know scammed me then Mm -hmm. it didn't happen Mm -hmm. you know so it's almost like you're you're not doing it for yourself you're doing it to prove to the world that this thing did happen and that is a dangerous thing Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, you're right. It is, it is like to each his own at the end of the day and yeah. everyone kind of has their own reasoning for, for doing things. Um, mm-hmm. with me, when it comes to Instagram, good or bad, I, r- things are rarely, <laughs> rarely in real time, you know? So mm-hmm. if I'm like doing something or I went somewhere, the, the, Oh, you might see it being posted three, four days later or like whatever. You won't really know. I could be at my desk in my t-shirt and panties, but you know what I mean? It, oh, I was just on vacation because that's my choice, you know? But mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it's like, I need to make the world know right now. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, what it boils down to, I am here for any woman um, speaking their truth. Mm-hmm. You know, if they feel like they need to put it on front street, good, because a lot of the times why women don't do that is because they're also, uh, once again, protecting the men, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't want to embarrass him or embarrass mm-hmm. their families or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like, nah, it's mm-hmm. his. I, I remember my mom saying this to me when I was younger. She was like, you know, don't be ashamed to say when somebody did something wrong to you or did something hurtful to you or don't be afraid to 
say it to anyone or even to them because it's not it's not your shame it's theirs mm-hmm. it's bad on them for have doing have done that thing for mm-hmm. having done that thing right it's not mm-hmm. your shame you know if, if he if he punched you in your face and blacked your eye yes you're hurt you're embarrassed but it's not your shame it's his shame for doing that yeah. You know, but we, we as women, we kind of have that whole thing twisted a little bit, right? True. Ah, anyway, okay. Let's mm-hmm. take a break. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back. We are back. Um, so you know, spilling the tea. Why why did I forget the name of the <laughs> dry cleaning the juice? It's 2020. Anytime I messed up, I'm going to just be like, because it's 2020. That's why. <laughs> and everything is messed up. <laughs> my equilibrium is off. Okay. It's 2020. Damn it. Well, my chakras are not aligned. <laughs> right. So, all right. Dry clean is spilled tea. I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we've been talking about has been pertaining to um, social media and stuff like that. But I have a question for you, Jean-Yel. Mm-hmm. Um, So, and I'm sure you saw like Monica and C Murder. And for those who don't know, C Murder's been in jail for how long? Like mm-hmm. over 20 years, I want to say. I don't even know how long, but it's been a minute, minute, minute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has recently come to light that, you know, Monica's been holding him down and you know, his case is getting looked at, you know, by the help of Kim, Kim Kardashian and her team and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are talking about, you know, Monica being, Monica has always been seen as a ride or die chick. Always. She's always been into her dudes, always, you know, been that girl. So my question to you is, mm-hmm. Okay, let's just say you had a dude that you really loved and you met him, like, say, when you're, like, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved gangsters back then, but go on. <laughs> so this <laughs> was on then. brand. Yes. Um, and then he went to jail mm-hmm. for, like, the next 15 years. But, you know, you guys talk, like, periodically, whatever, whatever. And mm-hmm. he's told you, like, go live your life. You know, because Monica had a whole husband and kids during mm-hmm. the process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's, like, now times. And mm-hmm. he's, like, about to come out. Mm-hmm. Would you, like, date him again? Or do you feel like you'd pick it up where you left off? Or do you feel like your lives are completely different and just remain friends? Like, if he was like, yo, listen, honestly, you're the most consistent thing in my life since way back then. And I'm coming out and I want to be with you. What's up? What are you doing? Okay, so I watch this show called Love After Lockup. (laughs) Uh I'm like, I'm obsessed with jail documentaries. Um, I don't know why. Um, there's a show called Jailbirds that um, I think I told you about this, where it talks about 
um, people in jail that have relationships in jail. And yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. So um, I'm very knowledgeable in this world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, especially after watching Love After Lockup. Um, so just by seeing what happens on that show and just keep in mind like these people sometimes have been in the like they've met the people that are on the outside have met people on the inside online how -hmm. convenient i'm Mm -hmm. so so brand it's totally on brand um so they've met them online and they've been in relationships for years with them so when they come out um things are cool and whatever I find it gets a little challenging at times when somebody has been um, locked up for a certain amount of years and then they come back out into society. Um, It's like the whole dynamic has changed. We're different people. Um, And this is just me personally, because I know people that have done this and it has worked. Mm -hmm. It's worked. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me personally, I pretty much... What I like yesterday, I I don't like today. Like mm. my my mm. moods and my whole like, just my whole personality just changes every single day. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine years go by and this person comes out and he's new to this whole new world. I don't. So know you wouldn't take if- him under your wing and just be like, "Yeah, babe, now we got you know iPhone 11 now and like." <laughs> Now you can order food and like a stranger drives it to you. It's called Uber Eats. Like you wouldn't just put him on like. Up to- <laughs> yeah, I don't have the time for that. I don't have the time. I don't have but the what time if he was your soulmate? Like what if like you have been communicating over the past three years and every time, you know, you're down and out. He just I knows exactly what to say. Yes. You put money in his books. Drove to Kingston. Yes. Like all of that. All of that. Like, you know, like, what if, I'm just saying, like, you know, could it be like, you know, like, even if you were in another relationship for a little bit of time, he, he would help you pick out Christmas gifts for your man. Oh my God. I'm just trying to paint the picture. Like this shit happens. Here's my, here's my thing. I've been in a situation already, not with a man in jail like that but in a situation where there's been an ex that has kind of just always lingered and has always kind of had a piece of my heart and then mm-hmm. when I'm in a relationship as soon as that ex would kind of say something to me like my heart would almost kind of be torn between the two I don't like being put into those situations mm-hmm. so it's like so he's always like the standby dude who's kind of just always there yeah like so he's the type that would just wait for you to dictate like this is how i'm feeling this is how i want to move right now and he's just going to be down for whatever regardless yeah i don't know if i could honestly do it like honestly like him being away for so long knowing that i have needs like i don't i don't i don't know i like those conjugal visits only come like every so often like right. it and I, so and I weird. I know that it will t- there will be a portion of time that it takes him to just kind of 
um, just get used to like true freedom in the mm-hmm. beginning, like, and, and not the sort of, um, that sort of jail sort of structure. So for example, like, I remember one of my boys, like he was fresh out and like, they had like a little house party for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like days after he came, he was released or whatever. And we're mm-hmm. all there, we're just chatting it up. And you know, I'm asking him, you know, how he is and, and what, what's the transition been like and if he was able to adapt right away and he was like you know I still do little things that I would do in jail like like pretty much only eat at a certain time or um flush the toilet constantly like um while you're using it because he was like if I had like you know um a cellmate or whatever it's just like the courtesy that we had with each other like you know you're taking a shit and you know you're gonna you're gonna flush mid shit just to make sure that like (laughs) the next man's not you know (laughs) like those sort of things whereas now it's like oh wait no this is my bathroom I can do what I want now like you know what I mean so just like those sort of things so like it's just the mechanics of the person once they're in there for so long but like yeah, no, I totally, I totally get that. <laughs> and the thing about it is, I don't like vibrators and vibrators. Like, I don't, I like, I'm going to hold my man down sometimes. And I, knowing me, I'm, I'm that girl. Like, I will, like, if I'm with one guy, I'm with one guy. Like, that's just me. And mm-hmm. even though he's in the bin, I would feel like he would know that I'm really loving up on a dude. So, like... <laughs> I would feel weird. I would have to use a vibrator and I don't do vibrators. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's just my thing there. But but speaking of vibrators, <laughs> speaking of that, mm-hmm. segue. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there is this podcast by the name of Guys Next Door. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with Guys Next Door. Like that's that podcast is like it's so 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 dope so we have that and then they did a mashup with another podcast called hard or soft mm, yes the hanim on them yes <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about um i think there was a situation where this um this one of the guys he uh gave his girl like i think she had like um a vibrator that she kind of put into her panties and I believe they were at a restaurant or something like that or a family function of that nature. and it was a remote controlled a remote controlled vibrator <laughs> uh-huh oh okay yeah they're getting really um techy and yeah I think it was Bluetooth, if I'm not mistaken. Not, <laughs> not the Bluetooth. <laughs> it's like, that is hilarious. You can literally do it anywhere. But um, yeah, she was like enjoying herself at this family function. And like, I believe they're all at a table or something like that. And she was like going off. But obviously she was trying to play it cute the whole mm-hmm. time around her family. So, I mean, there was a bunch of other things that happened in the pod, which was hilarious. But what are your thoughts on that? Like, could you do, say, a remote controlled vibrator? Like, if your man was just like, 
hey babe i want to spice it up uh, and you, you, he gives you a present and it's all like wrapped up and you open it. And then there is a little, 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 like little pocket looking thing. Like, could be like a little, I think they have like little dolphins. I've seen them. <laughs> Dolphin ones. And it comes with a remote. And he tells you it's a remote control vibrator. Would you be down? Um, Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I personally love vibrators. Um, oh. I am, you know, a, a single woman out here. You know what I mean? Times are hard. I mean, they're t- they're hard because I'm making them hard. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so I love vibrators. Mm-hmm. And see, this when I hear this, automatically, it's not the vibrator that I have issue with. It's my trust issues. Because it's like, mm, do I want to give you the remote control to just be able to do with it as you wish whenever? I mean, that's exciting. But like, what if I'm like pissed at you and then like you like I'm mid argument? (laughs) Why? Why would I have the vibrator in my panties when I'm upset? Like, depending on the vibrator, like if it's mad tiny and you forget that it's there. True. I can forget. I can forget. Imagine if I'm railing up and then you're just like, yeah. And then <laughs> I'm just like, oh, hold on. Wait. What was I arguing about again? <laughs> then I'll be cheese because you like won the argument at that point. Um, but just for the shits and giggles, I would absolutely try this. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, because I, I would just be interested in to to see like how it works and like how mm-hmm. far like can I be at work and it works or do we have mm-hmm. to be you know uh, in close proximity? I can see this being very successful for like long distance relationships if it were to work in that sort of distance. That would be um, interesting. It, it would be right. So um, yeah, I would try yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know if I would, because like I said, I'm not really a fan of vibrators. Mm-hmm. Really, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's cute. I like the thought of it, um, because like I'm all for like little stuff like that to like entice the mood mm-hmm. and so on. But hmm, because of vibrator, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really a fan too too much but it is a it is a very cool idea nonetheless it's cute yeah it is okay Mm -hmm. and okay so last question that I have for you so I think earlier this past week or something um this video has been going around everyone knows who I talk to knows that I have like an infatuation with men from the UK. I just love their vibe, love the accent, love everything about the UK. And I just feel like my husband's there somewhere just waiting for me at the airport. Um, So this thing called, uh, this funny like parody video was going around called a drillogram, a drillogram, which was this (laughs) UK guys basically rapping this happy birthday song to this woman as a whole, like uh, just a, a parody sort of um, scene or whatever. And everyone was watching it, laughing. You and I probably watched it a hundred times each. Yep. 
And these guys were masked up, so we couldn't really see their faces for the most part, or the main guy, I should say. Mm -hmm. But we were both like, yo, this dude's voice, like, hi, hi, nice voice. Like, what do you look like? And then you, research queen, found this man. And said it. I was like, "How how on earth did you find this person? Like to know that that's who the voice is." But like, both of us were already sold from the voice. So my question is, like, do you think that could really happen? Where you could just and I guess it, I guess it's kind of similar to the online dating thing in a way where it's like you're not you don't necessarily see the person right away. Mm-hmm. Um do you think that you could fall for somebody just based on their voice? And when you see their face, if their face didn't align with their voice the way you would want it to, would it be an instant like turn off or write off? Um, I love a voice. I me love too. a voice. I like nice yeah. voices. Yeah. Height and voice, you got me. Mm-hmm. You got me one thousand percent. I remember. I don't know if you. Re- I don't know if you remember, but at my sister's wedding, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is this guy. He was part of like the groomsmen, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yo. So my boy Sterling, uh, he was like the um, the MC. Mm-hmm. And he was actually talking about this man's voice. Because mm. the man, he's about maybe, what, five, six, five, seven? Mm-hmm. And um, he went up to do a speech. And this man's voice, Sharona. I, I think I remember. <laughs> as hell. He was just like, yo, what's going on? And everybody yeah, I- was out. The older ladies, every lady in there was just like, (gasps) (laughs) come whisper something to me now. (laughs) Everybody gasped. Like you could actually hear. I remember that. I remember that because everyone was caught off guard. And then my boy Sterling came back to MC. He was just like, yo, what? Want to marry white? He was like, yo, I was not expecting that voice from such a short man wow wow <laughs> threw everybody off and I've actually met men who were short and that had a very baritone voice mm-hmm. like you would almost you know, would almost like put a taller man with a, like a, a deep voice but I've met tall men with horrible voices oh like, gosh me too pitched Mm-mm. high pitched voice or just no like sexy sensual tone to it yeah like like, it's just, like i don't expect you to have like the deepest voice i love that but you don't have to be deep yeah it's but not deep yeah base exactly voice. some type of base yeah like that drillogram i was determined <laughs> to find those like i found two of them <laughs> oh I found my God. I was just like, yo, who are these men? Who are they? And this place wasn't even deep. Yeah, it was it just was- the swag. Yes. Really, it's the swag. And I think that's I can say that's what I'm attracted to as well. Like yeah. the swag of a man. Like 
I like when a man just moves with ease. Like yep. there's nothing about him that's too try hard. You but know the what I mean? Was wearing all black and you had a ski mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's we were, just like we were so attracted. I was just like, yo. So attracted. It's like, who is that? This is mysterious. I don't want to know who's under the mask. Yeah. And this dude is not ugly at all. No, at when all. we first discovered his face, like, oh, okay, yeah, this I can see this. This matches. Yeah. 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 He's handsome. Very handsome. He's young, but very young. Handsome. That's a thing these days, huh? I'm just like, bro, like it's either you're seeing you know, 23 to 27 year olds who look like they're 38, you know, cause they are, they got muscles and beards and height or you're seeing like 48 year olds to 55 and they're trying to get a, you know, to, you are a young thing to them. You okay. know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm so curious as to like, where are the men in my actual age group? Like, trust me, I don't know. Trust me, and it's Look annoying. So far, there's been two two UK men that I love, and they're all like in their twenties. <laughs> the one from Top Boy, I forgot his name starts with an M. Then he mm-hmm. was in the recent Top Boy, and he's like mad young. I think he's like twenty four. Oh, and Lord. then the dude Damson or Damsel, I forgot his name. He's in that that show, that American show. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The drug um, dealer. Snowfall. Show. Snowfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowfall. I mm-hmm. love him. And the dude is like, what? In his 20s. I'm He's like, a little dog. I know. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. I might be so I might just have to wrap some cradles soon. Cause damn. I, I might just be one of them older, mature women who end up dating like a younger dude. I don't know. And we look young. So hey. Yeah, we look young. <laughs> it's just like as long as he's like mature you know i can't do like you're you're young and you move young like nah i can't do that that would be a turn off quickly you come like yo sharona like why were you saying dog like lord no thanks you're going you want to go to the telly you want to go to the telly still no (laughs) imagine you and your big grown self somebody coming to you like that that Mm -hmm. No. no thanks no thanks i'm good i'm good um uh, but yeah <laughs> that's that on that mm-hmm. um off figure tip do you have an off figure tip for us this week yes um so i mean we've had our highs and our lows um this episode and mm-hmm. basically the whole of 2020 um i think with the the chadwick situation um again rest in peace Chadwick you will always be our superhero mm-hmm. and one of the best superheroes there is um knowing that he had cancer for so long and battling it and so on I was having a talk with my dad um about it and um I mean for those guys that don't know like my dad actually had um he had stage one bladder cancer and uh, mm. he's in remission. He's fine. We found out very quick. Um, my father is West Indian, Jamaican, um, and never really loved going to the doctor. Like, didn't care. That wasn't mm-hmm. his thing. He would always put it off, typical West Indian thing. Um, and unfortunately, 
this not even a West Indian thing, but Black men in general, mm-hmm. um, when it comes on to health, they don't really take it serious. They feel like, oh yeah, our local roots here and this here and so on and so on will be fine um, and all that. They just don't take it serious. They even go to doctor, all that jazz. And um, when my dad called me today and we were talking about the situation, it's just like, yo, to think that this man was just going and going and going and going and going. Um, it's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm sad about it because he's so young, but he's like, genial. At the same time too, was there ever a point where he is just like, you know what, I'm going to stop for a bit and just Mm. take care of myself despite like no matter what you're feeling in your heart and you feel like it's your destiny to do this like obviously like he talks about it this was his talent this is what he wanted to do but because my father has gone through this he's just like there was a moment where I had to stop and not do shit my father had a massive heart attack in 2014 and my father worked from the time i was a kid since he came to since he came to canada to canada mm-hmm. yeah working my dad used to work at the exhibition place that was his first job and then worked in construction not construction sorry he did like he was like fixing like office tables and stuff and then worked for rogers table my father has never taken a vacation damn never mm. never Ever. he works 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 like that was his whole thing so when my father had his massive heart attack before that my father had a cold like we claim it was a cold but then we found out that it was actually like mucus in his lungs mm-hmm. and he had that for three months I would tell him go to the doctor go to the doctor go to the doctor and there was a point where my father came to this house and he was coughing uncontrollably Hmm. to get that fixed and a week later my aunt calls me tells me that my dad is in the hospital and my dad was in the hospital for a month and a half to the point now where my dad doesn't work like at all like he just doesn't work and for him not to work it was rough yeah rough as Health. And it's because a Caribbean thing too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That was it. That was his life. So even when the whole cancer thing came into play, he's just like, I'm gonna take this seriously. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to go to the doctor. If I feel pain, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just chill and relax and not stress. Because just by speaking to different people who has had cancer and so on, the biggest thing that brings on cancer even more is stress. Yes, yes, yes. Stress is a huge thing. You legit to just stay home. <laughs> like you cannot do anything. It doesn't matter what level of cancer it is. You need to stay home and just chill. Yeah. Again, I don't know Chadwick's situation. I don't know Chadwick. Sad enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never got to meet him. But I know us as entertainers and people in this industry, working in film and everything, we go, 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 go. It's dangerous. And it is dangerous. (sighs) It is dangerous. 
like obviously I mean he's gone now and when it's your time it's your time but when I woke up and I thought about it I was just like people are praising him that he completed all of these things while he was sick and those are all well and good but at the same time I'm just like when did he stop like why didn't he stop right that's what I'm thinking in my head yeah yeah it's It's so I feel for me like my offer your tip would be like listen to your body and if you know that there is something wrong it's okay to take a break like this is not a race (laughs) this is a marathon like if we are not well we can't do shit like that's just the bottom line and something like cancer where it can just attack like I know people that's had colon cancer and they are alive and well talk about it mm-hmm. it's usually prostate cancer and lung cancer those are the ones that usually like they're harder to fight but colon cancer is something that a lot of black men yeah always Do get yeah. like you always hear about a black man getting colon cancer it always happens yeah it's just it just sucks so yeah my off figure tip would be just to listen to your body and if you are sick or feel like you know what i need to rest whether it be for a year two years so you can get your body right like do that because again i don't know the situation but i just feel maybe maybe if say there was a resting point where he wasn't necessarily working so much mm-hmm. that could, could things have changed he would have been alive today that's just my my way of thinking yeah yeah no i get that yeah it's true man and just full circle moment of you know like me having a breakdown it's like it makes sense when you're just going and going and going and you're trying to plant seeds and plant seeds and plant seeds. And it's like, you have to be deliberate in giving your t- yourself time to just breathe and not do anything, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's so, so, so important because we, I, lately I found myself saying this a lot. We only get one of these, one life, like just one. We can have multiple, like for uh, every other thing in life but the life itself mm-hmm. you only get one <laughs> you know so it's like we have to we have to take care of it to the best of our ability mm-hmm. um but yeah. yeah man um thank mm. you guys for listening mm-hmm. as usual um you know hit us up Say hi, hello, behind the stage um, at gmail.com and an email behind the stage the, with an A on Instagram and even our personal pages, Janelle McCoy, your Sharona, you know, um, you can hit us up there as well. And, and shout out to us for doing it every other week now. <laughs> Oh, yes. Hello, Frequency. Um, I've had some, a few people actually mention that, like, 
you know, thanks for it being so often now. Um, so I'm really <laughs> loving this, even though I'm still like having mic issues. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am loving this sort of remote uh, recording mm-hmm. just so it helps with our schedule a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but before I leave you guys with this quote, um, I just wanted to add to a thought that I had um, in regards to just an off-figure tip or just taking care of yourself. Um, make it a point to cultivate joy. Like, mm-hmm. make it a point to cultivate Black joy. Like, as much as these horrific videos are going around, I have been watching, like, Thing. I think I sent you one the other day, like it was two Jamaican women on like a ride and, you know, at an amusement park and Lord God, Jesus, ah! and all of that. And they're yelling and laughing hysterically. And one of her, one of the women's wigs flies off. And when I watch that video, I am in tears. I am just laughing so much. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I have to make it a point to laugh hard you know what I mean like like even our moments where we kiki and it's just like you those moments hit so different now because if we're not laughing we're crying like legit Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean if we are not laughing we are crying so I encourage everybody to just cultivate joy man like if it's videos, if it's conversation, if it's good food, whatever it is. Um, But yeah, and so this quote, it reads, sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. And that is from none other than the late, great Chadwick Boseman.